another one of our podcast episodes. Today's date is November 6th. In this episode, I will be talking about the 2020 election between Joe Biden and Trump and what I think about it. A lot happened before the election even had a chance to start. When they first, when they had the first debate, Trump was being very rude towards Joe and speaking over him, but Joe still remained respectful of him. Trump had reported that he had COVID-19 after the first election, which put the second, not election, the second, the first debate, which put the second debate on hold. He was all, he always doing something, it's always. But as we all see, this election is taking a while to end. Trump is claiming the win before the election even ends. Every minute I'm asking Siri who won the election. And every time I've asked, Joe was always in the lead, which is a good thing. Even though Joe is constantly in the lead, Everyone thinks that Trump will have a find a way to win or get in the lead like he always do. But if Joe wins, their decisions will be made and more beneficial things will happen for the people. Also, Camellia, which is a black woman, is in the running for vice president. She is sided with Joe Biden. And Joe Biden was Obama's vice president, which is a good thing to me and the stuff I'm thinking. And so to get into my episode, I will be talking about the Electoral College and what I think is fair and equal for all and some other things. But okay, let's get into it, you guys. first question that I have to answer is what has the power of the presidency expanded over the time? Discussing the formal and informal powers of the president and the impact they have on the electoral branch. So what I have to say is the president has become more powerful in decision making more and more over time. The president now has more say so. Elect executive powers are given to the president the four years that he's in turn. I mean, the four years, yeah, which is one term. The formal powers the president has is to propose legislation to Congress to submit the annual budget to Congress, to sign legislation, to sign legislation passed by Congress, to veto legislation passed by Congress, to act as chief executive, to nominate executive branch officials, to nominate federal judges, and more. These powers give the executive branch a little advantage but not a lot because the executive branch actually receives the less attention. 
these powers for the president were just like put together quickly as if they really didn't matter. The powers were not thought out fully before being enforced. The informal powers though are power to go public, power of persuasion, make agreements, issue executive orders, issue signing statements, create and use bureaucracy, personality and leadership and make um, executive proposals. These powers I will allow the presidential powers to actually expand. The president never had the power to do these things. This allows the executive branch to not be as looked over as it is in our ways. This makes the executive branch very much more powerful, basically. The other branches may think their checks and balances are being abused uh, because of these. But overall, the whole point is that formal powers are just the small weak powers given to the president from the Constitution Article 2. But the informal powers is the powers that up the president's ability and gives the executive branch a better standing against the other branches because at first it didn't have much power. So the second question I'm about to answer is, <clears throat> do I believe that in 2020 we should have the electoral college? So what I say is, no, I don't think that we should have the electoral college in 2020. Because so basically the electoral college is a technique used to elect the president of the United States. Each state has a number of executive votes equal to the combined total of its congressional delegation. The states with a high population have advantages because, of course, they will receive more votes, like, towards the president. Like, say, for instance, a president get a larger state than the other president, they receive more votes. So, um, the popular votes are the votes of the U.S. people. They are not the same as the electoral votes. So the electoral college is unfair to the people because it actually takes over the power of the people votes. So to win the election, a candidate must receive a majority of electoral votes in the event, if a if no candidate receives a majority, the House of Representatives chooses the president, and the um, Senate chooses the vice president. I think that's right, but that's why the people of the U.S. always say the phrase "our votes doesn't matter." Anyways, it to me it's actually true because. Like, it's not like they votes just go to show who the people going for. It don't actually count towards who is going to be president. So, it really doesn't matter. Um, Like, looking at the fact that Hillary Clinton had more votes from the people than Trump. But as you see, Trump still won the um 
election. So, um, still, okay, so he's still on the election because of the electoral votes, not the people votes. So basically, it's like forget about what the people said. Clearly, in 2020, there should not be any electoral votes counted in, in my opinion, because it's like Trump has another chance of winning the election because it's more republic Republican states, which means he has an advantage over Biden, unless the state swings and some turn Republican again. Yeah, but the people votes should be more powerful this year so we can actually have a president that the people can trust and actually want it to be president. Okay, so as we all know, my theme is they're equal for all. So the question going to be is, where do I think the electoral college is brand equal for all? So, to me, the Electoral College isn't fair and equal for all. The people basically vote for no reason because it isn't determined who they vote for at all. The people are being lied to, in my opinion, when they are told that their votes actually count. Like, count or what? If it's not about what the... If it's about what the House of Representatives says, the process is referred to the U.S. people because they have to continuously get a president that they did not actually vote for. And it's also not fair to smaller states because the large states have an advantage over them. But it's definitely unfair to the other candidates because it's like they're, they're Democrats, they automatically have a chance of losing because states are. Most states are Republican, and it's only, like, they can either side, and if that's mostly just a dead swing state, but most states stay who they live. And so, so answering the overall question, the Electoral College isn't fair at all. It was never created to be fair in the first place. Like a while ago, like like a long time ago, though, the Electoral College favored slave states. The more slaves a state had, the more votes they received, which basically was influencing slavery. Because if a state can receive more votes, they're going to go get more slaves so they can receive more votes. This shows the reason it was created. But of course, people still saying it wasn't created to favor slavery. But it's still used today, even though slavery is abolished, but it's still not fair to the people, in my opinion. But, okay, so you guys, the election finally ended. When I woke up Saturday morning, I had a notification from my news. Um, that Joe had actually won. And even though everyone was thinking that Trump was going to cheat his way into winning, like he used to try to do. And thinking about it, most presidents always get to third or second term, but Trump did not get to. 
So it tells you a lot. A lot of the states that you would have thought would have been Republican ended up being Democratic this time around, which is actually a good thing because people starting to realize that, and, you know. But also, the vice president is Camilla, and she made history, even though she was going to make history anyways being vice president, but she's the first black vice president, and she's also a, a woman, which is like, shows that the U.S. is just trying to improve them with Okay, so everyone was basically going crazy when on these elections are in. Now, with Joe Biden is president, a lot of people are relaxed and less stressed out about it. This was a really long election, but it ended very well. Like, everyone is happy for Joe because he's been at this for a while and he finally has the chance to show the U.S. people who he really is. He speaks very highly about what he's going to do for the U.S. And everyone is hoping that he actually follow through and and do what he says, you guys. But okay, and here's a bus over for y'all confirming his presence on this. listening in on my podcast i hope you guys enjoyed it we now know that after a long tiring um election joe is our 2020 president 